are the champion. The one that holds the line and finishes the mission. Everything that you want is within your grasp. You wake up in the morning ready to dominate the day. And every step taken is with purpose and integrity. Because you were not put on this planet to live a mediocre existence. You are here to conquer and make the biggest impact possible. Not only for yourself, but for your family and for your tribe. This world is a battlefield, but we will be victorious. This is the Norse mentality. What's up, guys? I hope that you are having the most glorious day of your entire damn life. Today, I'm sitting down with my friend, Sean Laner. And by friend, honestly, me and you just kind of met yeah, yesterday, right? Yep, sure did, man. <laughs> but Sean has been a part of Norse Elite, which is kind of like our athlete division of Norse Fitness. And he's down here visiting. Usually, you correspond with Cody, yep, the little cowboy himself. Yep. So that's why I mean you haven't talked that much, but yep. we have the past couple of days. I wanted to make sure that I got you on the podcast. And this is awesome because like I said, I don't know you all that much. So with that being said, Sean, tell us a little bit about yourself, your backstory, what has created this version of you that we see today. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, I mean, like the version of today or the version of me today, um, man, it's just something that's been like built over, over years. Um, embracing the suck really man i say that a lot um i mean we can go back to like you know being really like 10 years old uh when i first like i made a we, it was a snowboarding trip to oregon um and i got into like um uh readings like uh we had a like a spiritual guidance reader person and she did some spiritual reading on me and like ended up getting like uh, you know like a crystal and like learning <laughs> learning how to like deal with crystals and things like that man and and really, it kind of some of it. It I started exploring a lot of different things at a younger age, um, you know, just with like uh, you know the spirits and guidance and and you know powers and energies and you know at ten at ten that's man. pretty amazing. Yep, that's cool. Yep, yep. And we went to is um, gosh, it was it was in Oregon. I can't remember the name of the place, but they had like bunny slopes basically for like snowboarding and stuff like mm -hmm. that because I'd never been, and so it was a whole whole experience, man, and and. Um, it's just something that's kind of like fathom over the years. And, you know, I'm not saying that everybody goes through trials and tribulations and things like that, man. You're not, you're not always going to be, you know, you might look back at your back on yourself and be like, fuck, why was I that way, man? What was I doing with my life? Like, Especially high school. Oh yeah. hundred <laughs> percent, man. Yeah. High school, high school. I had, you know, I went through like uh, the skater punk rock phase and things like that too, man. I had blue hair. I had Liberty spikes. Um, you know, I was wearing like, I had fingernail polish on and black nails and, you know, it's just, you know, just exploring, man. Like you have to do that though. You have right? to, you know how I said this version of you that we see today. Yep. The reason I said that is because there has been multiple versions of you 100%. throughout time to lead up to this person that you see today. And in yep. 10 or 20 years, you won't be this person either. Nope. You probably won't be this person in five years. Nope. You'll be an evolved person, 100% version of Sean. But that is something that we talk about a lot on here. And that's the thing is people get stuck. 100%. They get stuck in this identity of who they are right now, and they think that, okay, this is who I always have to be. And so, like, yourself, like, you've already, just in the past five, ten minutes, you're like, I was this, and then I was this. And then, you know, like, you've you've changed over time, yeah. and the, we, we, we're just in high school right now. Right, 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 So, right, with that right. being said, okay, you're in high school, you're doing the whole punk rock thing, yep. you got your Liberty Spikes, I went through the same, <laughs> the same ordeal. Okay, 
then what? Like now you're in your 18s, your 20s. Yep. So now I'm like 18, my 20s. You know, I'm exploring even more. I'm heavily into music. You know, I was, um, man, I went all through high school and, you know, grade school and stuff like that too, as, you know, like a um, uh, multi athlete. I played many different sports, things like that. So now we're in my 18s, 20s. I'm heavily into music. Uh, music is my passion. I thrive off of it. I'm a vocalist in a band. I was playing bass guitar, you know. We talked a little bit yeah. about the bass guitar. We had a little re- resemblance there with each other. Yep. Um, and you know, then I kind of started to get into the, uh, you know, the, the party stage or whatever, you know, yep. everybody goes through it, man. Um, so I look back on times like that and, and I, and now today though, I'm just like, man, what the fuck was I doing? Like every night I'd be out drinking, partying, and hanging out with the dudes, but some of those dudes weren't the weren't the dudes. They weren't the people to be with, man. Because as soon as as soon as I got out of my twenties, it was about twenty four when I had another turning point in my life, a huge turning point. I lost a lot of friends, and those weren't my friends, you know, to begin with. Because I took one thing out of my life, and that was drinking and partying a lot. And then all of a sudden, those people didn't like me anymore. Or they didn't want to be around me, or I wasn't the fucking cool guy to hang out with. So those experiences, though, that you had during that time of your life, yep. like now you look back and you're like, what the fuck was I doing? Right. But the experiences that you had shaped you into who you are now. 100%. Every, everything. Everything that I've gone through this this my entire life has shaped me to being in the person that I am and the good shit and the bad shit. Um, you know, if that's usually the bad shit, the bad shit, the bad shit is the shit that we grow from, man. hundred percent. You know, things are going good. You want, you know, you have that, you're going to have that, that deep feeling behind you of wanting to get complacent because things are just going good, but yeah. you, you don't get complacent, man. Just because they're going good doesn't mean you stop working. You stop trying to better yourself. Well, you become soft as fuck in the process. So that way, when one little thing happens in your life, you're completely thrown off course. You're derailed. You think the world's ending. In all reality, it was not that big of a deal. But because you're never getting out of your comfort zone, you're just being complacent, you're settling for this life of mediocrity, you don't ever have to deal with difficult situations. And that way, the one little thing that comes your way and you're completely knocked down by it compared to individuals that are always kind of pursuing more, that are not being complacent, whenever life tries to knock them down, it doesn't fucking happen. Nope. You don't, ha- you don't stand a goddamn chance. Right. I used to be the same way. Like I remember in my early 20s, mostly 25 still, every time one little thing happened, I'm like, here we fucking here go, we go, right? Again. Like, yep, and then yep, looking yep. back, it's like you weren't dealing with a single, like you weren't dealing with anything, man. Yeah. Like I wish I could go back to younger me and be like, yo, none of this is a big <laughs> right. deal. And even shit that I deal with nowadays, I deal with first world problems. Right. I deal with business stress or you know, issues with my house or whatever, like something not, going on at the gym. Yeah, right. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. everything I deal with now are first world problems. I don't have problems. Mm-hmm. Every problem that I have is something that I created yep. from the path that I chose to pursue in life. Yep. But because I'm always pursuing something just like yourself and just right. like probably everyone listening to this podcast, you are preparing yourself to be able to deal with difficulties along the way. And that's why like getting out of your comfort zone and not settling for just being complacent you're putting on armor yep. with each situation that you overcome. That is armor that you're applying to your skin. Yep. And then each time something else comes your way, it's like, no, fuck you. You're not going to get the best of me. It finds, it finds a weak link in your armor and it hits it. And then you, you know, you're creating another piece of armor to protect that spot too. Exactly. And, and yeah, hundred percent agree with you on, on, on all that too, man. Um, uh, 
I don't know where I was going with that, but yeah, I was gonna believe uh, cut you off. I'm sorry. It happens, man. Um, so, so like, you're hanging out with these people, yeah, right? So, yeah, we're yeah. hanging out with these people, and you know, I stopped doing the things that I was doing. I'm like, yeah, I start to wrap my hat around some other things and start to realize, I start to realize, you know, the gift. Everybody's, you know, has a blessing or a gift that they're given. Um, that they have a natural talent for, you know, some people have the, you know, gift of voice or the gift of giving. Some people have, you know, the gift of carpentry or, you know, the, everybody has a fucking gift, man. I don't, I don't, I don't care what you say. Everybody's got one. It's a matter of realizing that you have a gift and what you do with it and what you do with it. You can either do, you know, for the good or for the bad, for the evil, whatever you want to, however you want to look at it. And I've always, I've always noticed that people would listen to me and even, even my younger years, man, I, I've, I've said this on my own podcast before in the younger years, sometimes I, I abuse that gift and I wasn't using it for, for the good. Mm. Um, you know, I, I, the ability to tear somebody down just like that, you know, got hot headed and, you know, say some things and make grown ass men cry when I was 17, you know? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> So during this whole, you know, this whole transition up to this point of like 24, you know, I started realizing like, shit, man, I'm using this wrong. Like this is going to, this gift is going to be stripped away from me. I'm, I'm, I'm using this shit. Wrong. You're about 26, 27 then? Uh, between about 24, 26, somewhere okay, in, yeah. in between that. Gotcha. And I've always, always had this, like, you know, this giant fucking heart for everybody would still do anything for anyone. Even when I was 17 and being a little hothead sometimes. Yeah. I would still, you know, I would still care about you. And, you know, if I did get hot headed, I was apologizing, you know, like 10 minutes later, like, oh man, I'm sorry, dude. I, I don't know why I just said that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we hit this, we hit this age and I start realizing like, man, I can fucking do so much more with like more positivity, more energy, like build these people up, elevate these people. You know, you're going to get a lot further than, you know, just like, <sighs> unleashing on somebody and you know even if they are a fucking piece of shit man you don't have to let them know that they're a piece of shit like that you know what i mean mm -hmm. like <laughs> the fact that you realize that at such a young age though is amazing because i i went through our stories are very similar which okay. is cool like it's i like it almost <clears throat> i like the time frame from our ages like the the path that we were pursuing at those times and then switching like everything pretty much matches up so this is cool it's kind of like listening to my own story but you're realizing stuff sooner than I did. Right. So like the realization that you just had, I didn't reach that until I was about 29, but it was the biggest change that I ever had in my life. And Huge. it was that whole shifting your mindset from being a negative fucking person mm -hmm. to being a positive person. Yep. Whenever you cultivate that type of mindset, everything in your life changes. 100%, man. And it all starts with gratitude, I 100%. would say. Yep. Gratitude. Gratitude is huge. You know, um, <sighs> couple other things I play off of too is like mental fortitude, man. Uh, your mental fortitude, like some people don't fucking have it and you need to have it, man. With mental fortitude, you're going to be able to power through it, it, anything, everything really. And, you know, you condition that mental fortitude with, you know, acts of discipline. Um, you know, another thing you know, we say with savage life and things like that, or, you know, motivation's bullshit, you know, seek discipline. Uh, because you can turn moments of motivation. I mean, even this fucking conversation right now, mm -hmm. people are going to get fucking motivated from it. Hopefully, yeah. Right? I think they will. But you can turn those, you're supposed to turn those moments of motivation into acts of dis discipline. 
Well, it's when, because that motivation is short-lived. Like short, someone could be listening to this podcast 100%. right now, yeah. and then they might be fired up for a couple hours, maybe a day. Yeah, maybe a day. Maybe a fucking week. Maybe, hopefully. Yep. But then there is a time limit on it. And then once that motivation's gone, if you do not have habits set into place, if you don't have discipline set into place, you're fucked. You're going to go right back to the same you that wasn't doing anything in the first place. 100%. But that's the issue nowadays, especially with social media and YouTube and stuff like that is a podcast like this one yeah, is yeah. there are so many resources available to get people fired up, which is absolutely amazing. Yep. I think more people 100%. are pursuing life at full speed more than ever before throughout human history. And I love that. Yep. That's what gets me out of bed in the morning is oh, knowing yeah. that so many other people are out there doing the same thing, but it's relying on that. You know, you can go to YouTube and type in literally workout yep. motivation video yep. and there's going to be a bunch of clips from people hooting and hollering. Get your next dopamine fix. Get man. your next yep. dopamine yep. fix and yep. then <clears throat> you might go work out, but then you're going to skip the next week yep. because you don't have that motivation compared to, okay, I drag myself into the gym even though I don't feel like going. I'm going to read the book even though I don't feel like reading. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go for the run. I'm going to train. I'm going to do all these different things that I don't feel like doing, but I'm going to do it because I know I need to for myself, for because, my future self. Because I turned moments of motivation into fucking discipline. Right. But discipline is developed over time. And over it's from time. doing the shit that you don't want to do. 100%. But just continue fucking yep. doing it. You take a moment of motivation like this and you fucking turn it into discipline, man. That's... That's going to fucking get you so far in life, man, with everything, yeah. everything, any aspect of life. It could be the gym, your fucking business, dude. It could be you being an athlete, you know, a basketball player. It doesn't matter, man. You're turning moments of motivation into discipline and that discipline will be whether it's in your career or your lifestyle or your relationship. Um, there's so many different things that can come from just, you know, sh sure, you can get motivated from anything, but what are you going to do with it? I think discipline is one of those things that carries over to every aspect of your life. Yep. And that's why I've never met anyone that was really getting after it in the gym for years that are not disciplined in other areas of life as well. Like if you're in the gym and you've been working out for five to 10 years, you have your shit together in oh, yeah. pretty much every aspect of life. Yep. That's because discipline carries over. Yep. You're it's the same type of person that's eating right. You know, if you've been working out for five to 10 years, you're probably eating healthier than the average american oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> which that takes discipline as well yep it also takes getting your ass out of bed in the morning to go train if you have to train before work mm -hmm. you know it's going to bed early to make sure that you're recovering from your workout while other people are staying up till one or two in the morning on instagram you're getting to bed at nine o'clock it's doing all the shit that isn't considered fun in modern culture yep but why would you want to be a part of modern culture yeah I don't like let's take a step back and look at modern culture what does modern culture represent yeah <laughs> Not a whole lot right now, man. Mediocrity. Uh, mediocrity. That's all it is, yep. man. Being average, you know. Do you want to be average? I mean, there's another saying we say too, man. You know, um, fuck average, be savage. You know, fuck average, stay savage. Um, we're not. We're the mentality behind. Well, let's get back to let's get back to you know being that that twenty four, twenty six range or yeah. whatever too, and and so things started taking place during during all this time, and. Um, you know, being, I went back to an athlete, you know, being an athlete, things like that. And then I got into, I was doing construction work, man. I worked for a couple of different construction companies. I worked for my father's business. Um, and I was just doing so much, you know, different things and like, man, I love building houses and stuff like that. And I like, I love the gratification that got out of it too. Like shit, like I just provided a family with a home, you know, yeah. and, and it felt good, but it still wasn't filling my tank, man. 
And, you know, I have even, um, uh, one point I started working at uh, the ER as a patient uh, transport or tech. And, you know, that was another life changing event too, for me as well. You know, seeing, seeing the shit that I saw in the ER, man, like, you know, people losing their, you know, women losing their children and children losing their mothers and stuff like that, man. You mm -hmm. see a lot of, a lot of fucked up shit in the ER and, and it started, you know, another turning point for me too. So <clears throat> even in the, when I was, was in the ER as well, even my own grandmother, my own grandmother came into the ER and, uh, she asked me, she's like, I know my grandson's here. Like, I only want him carting me around. So you know, <clears throat> there was there was a whole bunch of different all these little pieces of my life, man. I could probably talk to you for hours about this shit, Andy. Um, just all these different pieces of my life, good and bad stuff that have, you know, led me to the very version that I am now. And I don't I don't look when I look back on it, I don't regret any of it, man. I, I would just be like, man, why the fuck was I doing that shit? But I don't I don't regret it because it yeah. made me learn regardless from the good point or the bad point, the hard lesson learned or the good lesson learned. Yep. And um, when, let's see, let me try to get back to another point here. So we're, let's see, about 2000, let's get around to like 2009-ish. Um, had a little, my own little health scare, made, you know, started making some changes in my life, was still was still an athlete, things like that. You know, I love playing, you know, like going out, throwing the ball and shooting hoops. And uh, we used to play some ultimate Frisbee and stuff too. And uh, had my own little health scare. So started uh, getting back into health really seriously. Uh, started kind of writing my first own little like uh, coaching and nutrition program for people too. And then it was about, mm, about three more years. Uh, got really busy with work. Um, doing, you know, construction work and stuff like that too. And man, I started letting myself go again. And I went from, you know, being a, like a healthy 200 pounds to in three years, I was like a very unhealthy 300 pounds. Really? Yep. Big boy. Big boy. Big you know, boy. A different, a different, uh, you know, version of who I am now. Like yeah. this is almost the same, you know, 300 pounds, but a different look. Yeah, for sure. Um, so man, it just clicked with me again. And I'm like, here I am, you know, doing these programs and, and all these things. Yes, I was busy. I was on the, the grind, as we call it. But I let myself go. You know, I let myself go. And, you know, I always kind of stand behind, you know, the uh, you can talk the talk, but can you walk the walk kind of shit, too. Mm -hmm. I dropped everything, man. I, uh, I had a construction job. Uh, I was working for, like, the state of Illinois. And dude, some of the prevailing wage uh, hours on that, dude, I was making like 69 bucks an hour. And I said, fuck this. Done. I'm done. I can't do it anymore. It's affecting my life. It's affecting my passion, my goals, what I really want to do with my life, the visions that I see. So I, I, I dropped it and I went to, I went worked at a um, MC Sports, man, for thirteen fifty an hour. How old were you? Oh, when is this? Around 2014, 2015, right around so there. So you're in your 30s. Yep, yep, yep. 2015, 2016. That's a hard thing for most people to do, especially past the age of 25. Mm -hmm. 20 to 25, you don't really give a fuck. You can jump around the job to job. But then around 25, there's a switch in our brain where we're like, okay, we need to start figuring out what the fuck we want to do with our life. And then once you get to 30, a lot of people think that 
okay, I have to have everything figured out. And what I'm doing right now is what I have to do for the rest of my life. I have no other options. Even if I hate my job, I, I can't do anything else, which is all a false narrative that you're yep. telling yourself, which is understandable why people do because of society nowadays. Yep. That's yep. the shit that we're told, but it's completely false. You were 30. 30. You were yep. so fucking young. <laughs> you could change. You could be 50 years old. And if you decide, you know what? Fuck it. I want to do something else. You can do that. Yep. There's nothing stopping you from nope. doing it. But that is a very hard for thing for people to do. And like yeah. you said, you're making 69, 70 bucks an hour, mm-hmm. which back in 2015, 2016, it was good fucking that's money, good man. money. And it for was. you to be like, you know what? I don't care. I'm going to do something else because I'm not being fulfilled. I know that I'm capable of doing more with my life. That's huge, man. Yep. Like most people can't do that. So I hope that people that are listening to this that just heard that maybe that will light a fire underneath their ass to pursue yeah, something if different If your fucking well. heart, if your heart isn't there, if your heart isn't with it, man, like you don't have to fucking do it. You're never stuck. You know, we only get stuck when your, your mental fortitude is gone and your mental fortitude says that you're stuck. Yeah. Which you that's know. a decision that you made. It's yeah. You're, you, you have to make it. It comes down to you. I mean, you can shit, you know, I I'd probably still be doing the same shit, but you made a decision. I made a decision, and this, this, the, very, with it. the very decision led me to where I am today. I mean, sitting at this podcast, sitting table. at this podcast table, man. Like <laughs> it's true though. Every little thing, everything, adds up to, every single thing. Yeah. In my entire life has led to this very moment, man. And like, that's with all the good shit and the bad shit. Man. Yeah, of course. You know, and it's your response. You know, your response to the bad shit is going to be your positive outcome. You you don't have to respond negatively to negative shit. No. That's your energy that you're putting back into something that's already negative, man. So some negative shit happens. Fuck it. Whatever, man. Like, you know. you're writing your <laughs> you're writing your own story your entire life. Your like, entire that's life. what your life is, is a story. You're the author of that story mm-hmm. and you're writing that story. You get to decide where you're going with it, yep. which leads me to the main reason I want to sit down with you and have this conversation yeah. is you have this whole quote about be your own hero. Yep. Yep. Be, be your own fucking hero. Um, so that was another turning point for me too. Um, and that was when Savage Life was born actually, which is your company, which is my company. Yep. Um, that would be the clothing side of the company. We all have also have like Savage Life coaching as well. I work with, you know, lifestyle people and prep athletes and uh, you do a lot of bodybuilding stuff, a lot of bodybuilding stuff too. Yep. Lifestyle clients. And, and, um, so man, I was, my life has been a fucking journey, man. I would I, I would be a liar if I sat here and told you it was the coolest fucking thing ever because a lot of the moments weren't so cool. But yeah. um, so we, <clears throat> I ended up in Indiana and uh, I was working at a supplement shop and man, I saw the, you know, I saw the vision in it and man, things things weren't just like they weren't going the way they should have been the the and i saw the vision i saw the vision of what it could be and i i stuck with it i stayed with it um the community the community loved you know the response that i had and like the the supplementation knowledge and things that i provided for the community and things like that and i I just stuck with it man i wrote it out and there was a point where there you know there wasn't any there wasn't anything on the shelves and stuff like that. And, and it, it, I hit a low point with myself and I was basically homeless, man, sleeping in the back, uh, the back floor on the cement, on the cement floor with my cat and my truck was loaded up with all my shit. And you're working at the supplement store yeah, at the time. Yeah, That's yeah, where you were sleeping yeah, was yeah. in the back of the supplement store. hundred percent. You didn't even own the supplement store. Nope. 
Wow. Nope. I was just, I was just there, man. And, and I had people reach out and they're like, Hey man, you know, you can stay with us, whatever, you know, every once in a while I'd go to somebody's house and cook my food and shit for the week and bring it back and stick it in the refrigerator that was in the back. And, and, uh, I did, I mean, I had a gym, my gym membership, you know, it had a shower. I'd fucking wake up early in the morning, get my workout in, take a shower, fucking come back, you know? And I saw it as an opportunity. People are like, dude, why don't you fucking go stay with somebody? So many people care about you. Like you could have stayed here. You could have stayed there. And I told everyone there was something to fucking learn from all this. Yep. And so I, I embraced the suck as, you know, we started this conversation off with. And during that time, um, I was on that floor and I woke up fucking one morning, put my feet down. I said, fuck, man, like I'd be my own fucking hero. I have to be my own fucking hero. And that was the very first shirt Savage Life released was be your own fucking hero. And <clears throat> even crazier, like kind of like rewind in time, I'd met Veronica years ago in California um, when I worked for another company. I was out there on business. And long story short, um, you know, years later, me and her like had been friends and then, you know, we end up, you know, being more than friends. And so during this time now that I'm talking about, um, she was preparing to come back and live with me. And you're living and, in the back of the supplement store. And I'm living store. in the back of the supplement <laughs> store and she fucking knows this. Okay. She knows this. So I'm fucking more than driven to like fuck this, I can't introduce her to this life, man. Like, she yeah. loves me for me, like, who I am right now. She loves me for being on a fucking cement floor. Man, like, this this is the woman. She Imagine fucks, how she, much she'll love me when I can finally create this hero. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So, in my, in my head, I already knew I had a fucking winner, man. Like, this is a woman that is loving a fucking guy that is at his bottom right now. Like, he's, yeah. he's, he's, he's on a cement fucking floor. But she saw more in you. She saw more in me. She, she'd known me for years. She'd known how, you know, how I am with people and my drive and my ambitions for things. And... So it, it all clicked and I started doing things, man. I started doing things with Savage. I released shirts. Um, even, even during that time too, we did a, a charity shirt for, um, another, um, another person, you know, I took the own money, made the, made the charity shirt. Uh, we raised like 7,500 bucks for, for, uh, this, this charity. And so <clears throat> Veronica is getting ready to come back. I had to take care of all this shit and I'm like, I got, I got four months to figure this shit the fuck out. I got four months before, you know, Veronica's coming back to, to, to stay with me, to be with me, to live with me, to, you know, be my significant other. And I made it happen, man. I made it happen. And by, I don't know, synchronicity or irony, whatever you want to call it, man, I don't believe in, you know, the irony aspect, but uh, a friend of mine, he was ended up wanting, uh, he was going to move to New Jersey for a business opportunity that he had. And he mm. like, he had walked into the shop that day and he was just like, dude, I got to find somebody to live in my fucking house, man. I got to find somebody to rent my house. I said, dude, <laughs> I'm your me, guy. <laughs> I'm your guy. <laughs> I'll rent your fucking house. I'll rent house. your fucking house. So <laughs> that's actually what happened, man. I got, I got together, you know, all the money for the rent and everything like that. The, 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 uh, deposit yeah and it all worked out and exactly the day that she flew flew in was the exact day i got the keys to the house that i had rented 
Nice. So it was it was it was all on the same day. And then let's, you know, fast forward a little bit more. Um you know, that very house now that I rented, I own. Really? I own the house now. So I ended up buying the house. Amazing. Um, and you know, we, we, we continued growing, we, we continued growing together. Um, you know, like you said, she saw me for what I was, man. And I, you know, some of my ambitions and drive myself, like the person I am now is I, I want to show other people they can fucking do this shit too, man. The, the horrible things that we fucking go through in life, man, it depends on your perception that how you look at them, you know, mm -hmm. there's some fucked up shit that goes on, man. And, and we can't get past it, but we can grow from it. The, everything has the opportunity to grow from it. Yeah. Um, when, uh, um, let me get a drink. Really no, quick, you're good. <laughs> I think it's interesting it just just like cross on mine. Both of our partners are outside this door, so it'd be interesting to get their perspective on it. But I think every woman wants a man that they believe in, that they can show their support to. Like that is what they want. Hundred percent. Even though like you were at the bottom at that time, she saw something in you and she wanted to be by your side while you built the fucking empire. The empire, right? Yeah. yeah. And it's the same with Felicia, like that we've talked about that since the beginning. Like she wants to be by my side and support me to mm -hmm. build an empire. I think that's what every woman wants. Mm -hmm. And if a man can just give her that, and really all they have to do is work on themselves. Mm -hmm. All they have to do is continuously work on themselves, continuously pursue life, and the woman will probably stay by their side. 100%. You know, as long as... As long as you fucking treat them like your queen, man. I mean, is everybody always going to agree and be on the same level with shit? Absolutely not, man. We're fucking human. Not everybody's always going to be like, oh, yeah, I fucking agree with that shit. Yeah. You know, your significant other is not always going to 100% be like, Andy, I don't think you should do that. But if you do, I support you. And right. You know what I mean? You know yeah, what I mean, man. I know exactly what you mean. You, you, not every relationship is always going to be fucking, you know, rainbows and whatever the fuck they say, dude. You know? <laughs> rainbows and sunshine. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, I, I do think that's it, though. I'm actually like, as soon as we get done talking about this, I'm going to bring it up, maybe. But that that's amazing. All that story. It's, I mean, dude, it's it's, it's fucking, you know, it led us to this very moment here, man. I, I Fuck, dude, we're having a connection right now. I can feel it just between, you know, just talking about this shit. Um, but what I was what I was getting at too is with um, with the aspect the ambitions and the, the the drive that I have man is I'm doing all this and I do this and I'm I'm sure you can relate with me too on this man I do all this work I do all this shit that I do I do everything that I believe in and I execute it because I want I want to provide a life for my significant other. When I'm gone, she doesn't have to fucking do it. All I care about is it's, providing. It's 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 there. I've told Felicia that God knows how many times. All I care about is providing yep. for my direct family. Yep. My girlfriend, my your kid, your culture. Yeah. But then also my team yeah. here. I want everyone that works for Norse to have the best life possible. Yep. I mean, I have to wake up every morning, bust my ass to build this up to the point where they can have a good life for them and their family. Everyone at the Norse compound, 
everyone that listens to this podcast, like that's it. Even this, you know, we don't, we don't monetize this podcast. We've had opportunities to, yeah. and we don't because that's not the point. In it. Like us sitting down and having a conversation that will potentially provide someone else with the knowledge that they need to improve their situation. At the end of the day, it all comes down to providing. And I've talked about this before, and I'd be interested to get your perspective on yeah. it. But there's a lot of talk nowadays, especially with men, about how they don't know what their purpose is. They don't know their purpose, and it really eats them up, which I get that. Like, that's a very dark place to be. But they're overthinking it. Their purpose is to help other people. Yep. That's every person's purpose every. on this earth throughout all of history. Our only reason here is to help each other. Yeah. You help us, other people. None of us are getting off this fucking rock alive, man. Like no. that's that's it. But it's taking that gift. Like you like you were saying, everyone has a gift. Mm-hmm. You find out what your gift is and you help other people with that gift. If you do that, you will feel fulfilled. That is your purpose. Yep. There is no other purpose. Nope. It's just that. And you have a unique ability that you can provide value to other people. Then you can take that value and start a business with it if you mm-hmm. really want to. Then you're making money doing what you love, helping other people in the mm-hmm. process. Because that's all businesses at the end of the day. Yep. You're providing value in exchange for money Yep. by helping other people. Yep. And that's why nowadays so many businesses fail is because they miss that key aspect there. You can't survive as a business if you're not providing someone providing. else with a service but providing it always goes providing. back to what, that word. what are you providing it would <laughs> what it really boils down to there in the end is what are you providing i mean are you are you are you just providing a are you providing a piece of fucking clothing that has no intention behind it you know like that's what fucking gets me dude because it's so easy to start a clothing company now it is and i see so many and people will message me with them I want to start this clothing company. Okay, cool. Do it. Like, but I start asking questions. Oh, I don't know. I just think it'd be cool. That's not enough. Like, why would anyone buy that from you? Dave, you might get a couple people that like the t-shirt design, but like, you don't have a sustainable business there, but it, it is something though, is that is the purpose. There's, it's, it's always providing, providing hundred percent, hundred percent providing is always going to be the purpose. And, and, you know, like the, to play back on you, you asked my perspective on, um, you know, men not knowing what their purpose is. Uh, a lot of it is going to be providing, um, providing in the sense, what are you, what are you going to provide? So let me, let me get back to, let me get back to this real quick. We've got, we've got guys out there. And don't get me wrong, man. I, I used to be a fucking gamer too. You know what I mean? Like I, I'd play the shit out of some video games. So I actually had a post about something similar about this too. You know, you you go to work all day, you come home, you get on your video game, you got your fucking beautiful significant other there. Or what are you providing her just by by just doing that? What are you what are you providing her? You know, that's not a that's not a sense of providing you're not show her the world man that's not that's not a part of the world that you want to sure there's nothing wrong with playing a video game but if you're doing it on a day-to-day basis man you want to provide for her you want to show her a fucking life of 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 love and ambition like go for a fucking walk yeah 
get to know your significant other, man. Do you think she wants to sit there all day, every day, watching you play, you know, Assassin's Creed or Vikings or, you know, something, you know, like what, what are, what are you providing? That's not a, that's not a sense of like wealth and, and what is she going to do if you're to, what, what is she going to do if you're to pass away right now, man? Like what have you built up? What are you leaving behind? What is your legacy? Well, here's the thing too. You can't provide until you work on yourself to the point where you have the ability and the skill set and the knowledge to provide anything. You have to first work on yourself. Mm-hmm. You're not working on yourself when you're playing video games. You're not working on yourself when you're scrolling through Instagram. Yep. You have to put yourself first. You have to put your fucking head down, especially if you're in your 20s. If you're oh, listening 100%. to this and you're in your 20s, <laughs> put your fucking head down, read as much as you can. Hire mentors if you have the extra money. Mm-hmm. Ask people for their advice. You need to be gaining so much knowledge because that is the only way that you can provide. And if you want to feel fulfilled in life and you want this purpose, which we all do, you have to be the type of person that can actually provide that to the world. And how the fuck do you do that if you have no value? Right. Especially as a man. Uh-huh. If you have yeah, no yeah. value as a man, then why would a woman want to stay with you? Mm-hmm. And that's a hard pill to swallow. But you, like, you have to look in the mirror. What do I have to offer? Yep. What do and I have you, to offer? And yeah. if you don't like that answer, <laughs> good. Yep. Because you can easily change, change that. It. Yep. You, you can have change to want that. It. You have to fucking want it, though. You have to want to change it. You have to want to be a provider. You know, like... You just have to want to be a better person. A better person. Yeah. You know, it's not so it, it's it takes so much more fucking energy to be a negative shit bag it does than it does to be like hey man are you having a good day andy i hope you're doing okay today yeah you know like what what what, what was in the harm in that you know like well here's the thing too with that is it's all based off energy like you were saying yep. i want to dive more into that okay. because that's a very interesting concept yes. that i think is hard for people to comprehend but we've all experienced what we feel like when we're depressed, when we're angry, when we're in those more negative, lower level. Notice how I said lower there. Those are lower energy levels compared to when we're feeling gratitude, where we're feeling joy, when we're feeling love. When you're experiencing those more positive, higher emotions, you have more energy. Well, the more energy you have, the more victories you're going to stack, the more that you're going to be able to pursue life at full force. You cannot pursue life, you cannot accomplish big things in this life if you're operating at a lower level of energy, like being a negative fucking prick. And I was that person. Like I say that because I spent 29 years of my life very negative. And as soon as I was able to switch that, now I feel like I have infinite energy. Yep. A lot of things changed for you, man. And like energies gravitate towards energies, man. And the same energy will gravitate towards the same energy a lot. Sure, you know what? Sometimes you might have negative negative energy gravitate towards a positive energy because, I mean, if you look at it like a car battery, man, you, you have to have a negative and a positive to make the motherfucker work. Yeah. There's no getting around it, man. You can have a positive connected all day long. Not going to fucking work. Yeah. It's what you do with those energies that, that you know, you're – that come to you. Um, negative shit's going to happen, man. Like bottom line, it's going to happen every fucking every day. It, it, it depends on how you take that negative energy and what you're going to do with it. Yeah. 
you know, um, when somebody's, you know, somebody's fucking with you, saying shit about you, you know, talking shit about you, got their name in their mouth, whatever. There's at you, least 50 to 100 people out of, oh, 100, uh, on a daily basis that are running their mouth about me. I have zero doubt about that. 100%. 100%. But this, you know, I would say this too. You take 100 people that love and talk about you so highly and you take five people that are talking negatively about you and how much of a piece of shit you are, look at the hundred people and look at the five people and see what they have in common. Well, that's the thing too, is that we love to only focus on the negative shit. Yep. Like in that situation and, where you'd be like, no one loves me. A lot of people love you. You're just focused on this one person that yep. doesn't. And you're going to become what you fucking put your energy into, though. If you focus on the five motherfuckers that are talking shit about you versus 100 people that love and support you, you're going to become just as bitter as those five motherfuckers, man. Well, your thoughts create your reality. 100%, dude. And if you're having a bunch of negative thoughts, it, then that's what your reality is And it be. comes back to some of that mental fortitude that we were talking about, too. Like, you're not paying attention to the 100 people that love and support you because you know that they love and support you. You're, paying, you're, you're going to focus on these five guys that are talking shit about they don't you. deserve your attention. They don't deserve it. When I said there's and at least 50 to 100 people, that's not an they exaggeration. They, they are. They don't, they don't fucking I don't deserve it. fucking care, and you though. shouldn't fucking like, care. I, I don't put any... I, I just don't give a shit. They want to fucking hate on you? That's fucking fine, man. Yeah. I fucking love you, dude. Fuck them. Hey, I love you. See? Fucking... Fuck them. Hell em. yeah. Fuck them. <laughs> but it... But what you put your energy to is what you're going to become, man. Bottom line, you know, if you want to fucking focus on positive shit or turn a negative shit positive, you're going to fucking become a positive ass fucking person. Yeah, and you can do that. If you're going to focus on negative crap all the time, you're going to become that person. Yeah. There's 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 no way around it. It's just a matter of shifting your perspective. Mm -hmm. We have a it's one of our and, core values here at Norse actually. We actually put it on a t-shirt and all this other stuff too, but Victim mentality? No, un, that's one of our core okay, values too, yeah. but it's unwavering positivity. Yeah. And we actually caught shit from that, surprisingly, from <laughs> oh so-called macho men on the internet. There's like a bunch of fucking queers, blah, blah, flower, <laughs> hippie, loving pieces of shit, liberals. And it's like, you cannot excel in life. You cannot conquer life if you do not have unwavering positivity. Like, you're Since, missing the point here. Yeah. If you are a negative fucking person and you just think that everything is out to get you and you have this victim mindset and every time something bad happens, the world is ending and all this shit, you will not get anywhere. Nope. The only way that you can get anywhere in life and to overcome obstacles is with unwavering positivity. It's that unwavering positive mindset that no matter what comes my way, I'm going to overcome it. Since when is it a fucking non-macho alpha thing to be a fucking positive person? Well, it's it's the culture. Why? Why is why a guy got to be big and brute strong and be a negative prick, man? Like, well, so it's, it's this idea that society has painted over the it's years. Ridiculous. It is. It's ridiculous. Like going back to you know p providing for people, it comes into it comes into this whole thing that we're talking about right now, man. If you're gonna be a fucking leader, you're gonna you're go you as a leader are gonna be providing for your people you're going to service your people and you as a fucking leader should want to create more leaders that are going to be just as fucking strong as you because you're not always going to be able to lead the fucking front lines all the time man well also if you have more leaders the more power you're going to have in general that's when I, that's when, when i say power i don't mean that as in like an individual power i mean power over the entire tribe 100 percent. So if you have 10 to 20 just heavy hitting 
well capable individuals in your corner, you are unstoppable compared to someone that just wants all the power for themselves and they keep that like a little fucking horde. Yeah. You know, they're going, we, no, this is all mine. I don't want to help build anyone we, up. They're fucked. We go into a we go into a battle, Andy, and 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 are you gonna want a fucking battle? Are you gonna be are you gonna want to be on the team that has the fucking one alpha as the leader and everybody else is not an alpha? Are you gonna go and fucking be on the team that's full of fucking alphas that has an alpha leader. I'll put anyone at Norse. Is anyone <laughs> in our circle? Because you're a part of Norse. Yes. Anyone, I will, I will put Norse against anyone, and that's because we build each other up. 100%. That's man. all we do. Elevate. We elevate each other up, we pick each other up, and we help each other move forward compared to a lot of other people where they do the complete opposite of that. They want to beat everybody down because they're so scared of someone reaching their level. I hope everyone around me fucking surpasses me. Oh, 100%, man. I have zero fear of that. And there's a lot of people that do surpass me. I want people to surpass me. I have people here at Norris. I actually, it's like I tell all the employees, everyone that works for Norris, like you need to be better at your job than I am. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't hire you if I didn't think that you could be better than me at this job. Right. You have to be where there's a lot of business owners that take the complete opposite approach to that, where they go like, oh, I don't, no one can be better than me because then they don't need me, blah, blah, Like that's a very, it's scarcity, right? Mm-hmm. Like you can either live with scarcity mindset or you can live with an abundance mindset. That right there is another thing that keeps people held back the most. They're so scared of losing everything yep. at all times when there's an abundance of absolutely everything and, out there. And some of them, is it's a, a factor of control, too. They feel if, like, you're leader, you have to have control over everyone and everything. And, man, it's it's not, a, it's not about that at all. I struggle with controlling situations. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. something I think that has happened with business where I, I feel like, okay, like, I have to be able to control scenarios, right? And that's something that I've actually been trying to break over the past couple yeah. of years because it carries over to other aspects of my life too, mm-hmm. unintentionally, subconsciously. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that it, people take that to a much larger degree, <sighs> higher where it's extreme. toxic, right? Like I do it with well man. intent, where other people they do it because they need that control in order to feel safe. And it it becomes so bad, it becomes almost like a mi- micromanaging, and it's like, dude, who the fuck wants to work for somebody when they're constantly breathing down your neck, picking everything apart that you're fucking doing, man? Like, no, you can't fucking lead lead by example show your fucking people how to do shit you teach them you learn them you learn so i had a mentor once when i first started norse about two years in i hired all kinds of fucking mentors because it was just like i wanted to skyrocket right like i want to learn why not learn from someone that's already been there done that 100 and doing that was the best investments i've ever made i've probably spent 30 dollars on mentors but it skyrocketed my business knowledge and also personal growth mm-hmm. by 10 to 20 years. There's no doubt about that because these people have already been there, done that. They told me exactly what I need to learn, what exactly what I need to implement into my life and my business, and it skyrocketed everything. But I had this mentor, and I told him one day, I was like, I don't know what I need to be doing, which is mind-blowing to me now because now I feel like the <laughs> list is never-ending. Right. But at some point, I was sitting at my desk, and I was like, I, I don't know what I should be doing. Like, There's nothing for me to do. And he told me, he's like, your only job is to learn and teach. And he's 100% right. It is. Because you learn, you teach your team, your team teaches other people, and that's how you build a strong army. Yep. That's, dude, that's exactly what I say to, you know, everyone in Savage Band. Like, if you're not learning from me, I'm not fucking doing my job right. 
because I want you guys to become, you know, a coach one day if you want to become a coach, or I want you to be able to help teach other people everything that I'm teaching you, just just from the coaching part of Savage anyways. Well, that's the biggest issue with coaches nowadays is that they want to keep all that information to themselves because they have a scarcity mindset. Yep. They're scared that if they teach their clients all this stuff that they're not going to keep that client and that they're not going to be able to make money and all this stuff, which is understandable, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, imagine this scenario. You help your client to the best of your ability. You give them all the knowledge that you have. You surpass their expectations tremendously, and then they go and tell every single person that they know how amazing of a coach you are. And then all those people come to you as well. That's what happens when you live a life of abundance. When you just try to help people because that's what you're supposed to be doing, it will always come back to you. Mm-hmm. What will. doesn't come back it, to you is when you keep everything to yourself. And, and you know, like with coaching, you know, um, a buddy of mine, uh, Todd, we always say this too, like with a coach, are you going to like, let's, let, let's take Tiger Woods, for example. Are you going to want to have Tiger Woods teach you how to golf? Or are you going to want to have Tiger Woods coach that taught him how to golf, right. teach you how to golf? Yeah. You know, everybody always overlooks the 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 coaching aspect of like oh shit like that person learned all that stuff from that coach shit i should probably go with that coach because you know they they they've taught and instilled so much knowledge into this person that i i love their i love their physique let's talk about bodybuilding you know yeah. i love their physique i love how healthy they look are you going to hire the person that just looks that way or are you going to hire the person that got them that way and also that person probably has more experience in the long run either way. Right, right. And I'm not saying that, you know, some of the, the athletes and stuff that we work with and stuff like that aren't coach material because they definitely are. Yeah. But, you know, that aspect that you were just kind of talking about, too, is like, are you going to hire the, the person that got coached or the person that coached that person? Yeah. Who's been in the game longer? Right. <laughs> I mean, that is, like, ideally, it is. like, look it at is. it. Who's been in the game longer? It's like with the mentors I hired, they've been playing the business game much longer than I have. So I'm going to hire them and they're going to teach me and then I can teach my employees. And it, and and it keeps passing, go. keeps passing on down, right. man. And you continue your education with whatever it is. You keep learning and you keep teaching and your, your people keep getting, your tribe keep getting smarter and more knowledge. And so do you. And before you know it, man, you have this giant fucking empire of all these fucking alphas that are smart as shit that know how to run their own business, how to do their own shit. Nobody's going to fucking touch that, man. They're also not going to leave. No. Here's not. the thing. Like I can build up everyone here, which I try my best to do. Yeah. You do a pretty good job at it. And they're not going to leave. Like they're going to stay. And if they do leave, that's because like a better opportunity came or whatever it is. And like, there's nothing wrong with and growth. that happens. Mm-hmm. And I, but never once I'm going to be like, Oh, I shouldn't have helped this person because they're going to leave. If they leave, that's okay. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Like I helped someone level up. They helped me. They were a part of my life. And that's the thing too. Expecting someone to be a part of your life forever. It's this weird concept that we have, but it's not true. Like there's only a couple people. People people are a blessing, man. Like they come and go. They serve a purpose in your life. Like me and you, we have a new like friendship, right? Yep. We will probably be connected for a very long time. 100%. 
Don't plan on going anywhere. But at <laughs> but, some point in our life, yeah. we will probably lose contact. Yep. And that doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with you or there's anything wrong with me. Yeah. That's just how life just works. Just how it goes. I and mean, you need to embrace that. Yeah. It might be years down the road, dude, like fucking 40, 50 years down the road, we're kicking the bucket, man. But, <laughs> Either know, way, it's going to happen. Gonna, I'm not going to talk to you then, bro. <laughs> right. You know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Either way, like, come it see me off. But, you know, that's, that's it. Either way, it's going to happen. Or, you know, like, who knows, man? Maybe you fucking, you know, some point you move to fucking Iceland and you just disconnect from the entire world. You That's the plan. Me and her have talked about wanting to go to Iceland so much too, man. Like it uh, just speaks to me. It's the best place on earth. It's the people there. Oh, the, the Icelandic landscape. There's nothing else like it. It looks like a different planet. There's definitely something magical about that island. But it's the people of Iceland. Mm-hmm. The environment have created the culture. The culture has created the people. And there's nothing else like it in this world. They are the best individuals I've ever met in my life. All of them. Like, Definitely. I've never met anyone in Iceland. And I know a lot of damn people over there. I've never met anyone that I'm like, you're a fucking piece, piece of shit. shit yeah. Whereas in here in the States, <laughs> at least once a day, I'm like, I would not ever hang out with you. Right. But right. it's, yeah, I mean, it is the best place. And for anyone listening, you should go to Iceland. Don't fucking drive where you're not supposed to because you're messing up the island. But either way, you know. <laughs> well, that's the issue, man, because... Iceland is such a small, but it's a newer island. It's the newest island, like in the world. Yep. They have scientists over there that are like studying it because it's still growing, right? Like in the in the concept of like the world itself, Iceland is an infant, but the land itself is still developing. So you have all this terrain that if someone drives their car across it, it takes over a hundred years for those tire marks to erode and you know, for Dissipate. nature to do yeah, a thing. Yeah, right. Yeah. So what tourists fucking do is they go over there and they drive where they're not supposed to and they're messing up the Destroying island the and stuff like already. that. That's a completely irrelevant thing for this conversation. <laughs> right, but no, it... But it, I mean, that dude, that, that, you know, at the end of the day, man, I mean, that might be your intentions, you know? Like, you want to get to fucking Iceland, dude. Like, who's going to, you know, who who's going to run Norse? Maybe at some point one of your other people runs Norse when you fucking dip out. So I'll know? be real like, with you. Our planner now, and I guess for everyone listening to this, so the plan right now is to train old cowboy Cody. Oh, yeah. yeah, so old cowboy Cody will be learning everything that I know. That's really good. like as soon as like your trip is done, we're actually yeah. diving into that. Awesome. And then me and my family are actually going over to Europe Hell yeah. this summer, and we're going to be spending all summer over there because Felicia's originally from Sweden. Her whole family's still in Sweden, and she was there until she was 20. And Yeah, so like we will end up spending more time over there Norris needs to grow into Europe, meaning I need someone in Europe that knows how to grow a business. That person is me. So, like, the idea for everyone listening, I guess, yeah. whatever is, Cody takes over stateside Norse, and eventually I will end up over in Iceland, hopefully, or Sweden or wherever, and Norse Europe will be, like, a whole thing, you know. But with that being said, we're about an hour into this. Yeah. Sean? This was an amazing conversation. (laughs) Where can people find you on the internet? Uh, Right now, I mean, basically, my website's getting redone. It's getting getting ready to be relaunched. Uh, You can find me on Instagram right now, uh, Sean underscore Laner, L-E-H-N-E-R, and then another underscore is where 
where you can find me right and now. And you basically. do coaching and all that stuff. I do coaching. Yep. I've got a, you know, a whole uh, link tree on there with everything on it. All the, you know, kinds of discounts we have. Um, uh, my coaching uh, questionnaire is on there too, to submit for that. Um, website should be going up in the next, uh, the new website should be up in probably about this month, I would say. You also just post a lot of good things that help people. So for that alone, like people should go follow you. And real quick, wrapping back, back into that real quick, what you just said. So, kind of back into the um the person i am today one time i got a message man from something that i posted and they basically had said because of what you posted last night i chose not to take my life and that was way back in i don't know 2013 2014 I knew I was on the right fucking path. Right. And there's nothing else that will ever make you feel and better than that. hundred percent, man. And I've by gotten, better, it's like, that's an unfortunate situation for that person. But to know that you're doing something that can help other people. Resonates with you, man. Right. You know, don't be a dick. That's, yeah, that's, that's it. That's the you moral know. of this episode. Don't be a dick. <laughs> Thank you for listening to another episode of the Norse Mentality. This podcast is a byproduct of Norse Fitness. We make clothing, fitness accessories, supplements, and other tools to help you reach your true potential. You can check it out at norsefitness.co. And if you found this episode beneficial, please share it with a friend. That way we can continue to make a bigger impact and change the world. Thank you for your support. We'll talk to you soon.